What's up, everybody? This is indeed the E-Man. Chill, like, villain, sing, like Bob Dylan. Keep it on over some double stuff. Oreos. Um, the interview that you're about to listen to, um, I'm interviewing Taj Abdul Samad from The Boys. Such a pleasure talking to him. Great guy. Um, I wanted to um, tell you guys, uh, well, tell you that um, you're gonna hear a little weird. It's some weird sound. I don't know where it came from. I tried my best, guys, to edit it out. Um. To uh, using two different apps actually, but I can still hear it, and I apologize for that because it's a little annoying. But still, one of <laughs> great interview, one of my favorite interviews, definitely. Um, so yeah, uh, just want to say that. Also, in the interview, um, I was um, giving uh, my thoughts to uh, Tyrese and his mo- and his mother who was in a coma. Unfortunately, I did find out that she. Uh, unfortunately passed away so my prayers go out to his family and um yeah so um for those who are just listening to the interview thank you for listening and i hope you enjoy it have a good day peace what's up everybody this is indeed the e-man channel like a balancing like bob dylan keep it all over some double stuff oreos yeah and man and for a treat today, guys. So <laughs> the boys were like Motown's premier next brother group of the 80s. Okay. They had hits like Down My Heart, Lucky Charm, Crazy. And I actually had the pleasure of interviewing Hakeem Abdul Samad last year in April. So now I'm interviewing Mr. Taj Abdul Samad, the guy who sings soprano with the girls on the piano, with the big old booties. <laughs> anyway, Taj Abdul Samad is in the house like Mickey Mouse. What's up, Taj? How you doing today? All right, what's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Hey, man, thanks for being here, man. Appreciate you. You know, um, you know, you're in Atlanta. How are things in Atlanta? Yeah, everything's good, man. Atlanta's sweet. Cool. Yep. Cool. Well, how about you? Where you at, man? I'm actually in South Carolina. It's a small town called Rock Hill which is like 20 minutes away from Charlotte, North Carolina. I know you know where Charlotte, North Carolina is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, nice. so yeah, it, it's good, man. It's rainy outside, you know, but, you know, it's, it's good. That's what's um, up. That's what's up. I actually, um, earlier today, uh, Dion Bosco was on <clears throat> Instagram. And I was oh, like, you know, wow. so I, um, you know, I was in the comments. I was like, yeah, I'm interviewing Taj today. He's like, oh, you're interviewing Taj? So um, Thomas said, hey, so Dion and Dante Bosco both said, what's up? Yeah, those are my guys, man. Those yeah. are my guys. Yeah. Super cool. Absolutely. Man. Yep. Well, that's my people. Definitely. Uh but but before I want before I get this interview started, there's something that's been in my um heart. Um, Tyrese has recently posted uh about his mother being in a hospital and she's in a coma from COVID. And yeah. and when he, when I when I saw that video, it touched my heart because I lost my mom 10 years ago. And mm. And she was in a coma beforehand and she was in ICU. So I just want to give uh, prayers to, um, by the time I edit this and um, put it out there, still, um, you know, if it doesn't improve, I just want to send out prayers to Tyrese and his family and that, you know, she has a speedy recovery, you know, because we're all dealing with something right now, especially with COVID. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. On a happier note, I do want to just start off with the childhood. You know, um, you guys were you or you're from Carson, California, is that right? Yeah, yep. Carson, cool. California, born in Compton, raised in Carson. Cool, cool. 
Um, it's 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 so crazy because when I first watched the video, Die My Heart, um, I remember it like it was yesterday. My sister, I was playing basketball, was a big, is a huge, college basketball in, in North Carolina is a big thing. So I was, you know, love playing basketball. So I was outside playing basketball. And she's like, come inside. My sister's like, come in, I want you to see this. And she had Die My Heart the video recorded on, 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 you know, on tape, VCR. And it's funny, like how, when you first listen to something and it's connect with it, you know, in a way where it's like, it chooses you and you choose it, you know? Um, and that, as soon as I heard that beat, that, that echo chamber, it almost sounded like playing basketball on a basketball court. And I was just immediately, <laughs> immediately hooked from the very start. I tried to learn the dance moves. I was unsuccessful. I've always tried to learn how to backflip. That definitely, <laughs> I begged my mom. I said, mom, please, can I get some parts on my head? She was not having it. <laughs> Got, wow. you know? So yeah, the, I mean, you guys were just, so, I mean, I, I this, this, this whole podcast is about giving you personal flowers and you guys were just so inspirational for me as a young black kid, you know, seeing you guys perform, dance, you know, is and, and and do it with such energy, man. So that that I just want to thank you guys and thank you for putting out great music, man. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Yes, yeah, no it problem. Feels good. It feels good when uh, you know you hear from people the impact that your work has had on their lives, and so that's it's a great feeling. Yeah, man. I mean, did you? Okay, so. I just wanted to know, um, these are some inner child questions that I, that's been burning inside of me since I was a young lad. Okay. Shoot, so I'm going to, this go. is my opportunity to ask you, you know what I'm saying? Let's go. All right. So let me get closer. <clears throat> All right. So first thing, growing up, what was your favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Absolutely. <laughs> now, let me ask you something. Do you remember this cereal called Smurfberry Crunch by chance? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. It was, wasn't it great? <laughs> it was, I, I never really had it too many times, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I remember it though. I remember it. Yeah. The only way I could get that cereal was at my cousin's house because my mom, we only had cornflakes, Bisquick and, 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 and freaking oatmeal. That's, that's our only options. But my cousin would have Lucky Charms. He'll have all the yeah, monster cereals. Lucky it Charms was, like, was good too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then, like, I would open up his cover. It would be like, ah, ah. it would be like all these sugary cereals that my mom wouldn't let me have. It was great. Okay. Yeah. So th this is another burning question. And, okay, on, on in the um, the first album that you had, Messages of the Boys, there is these liner notes, and it said thank yous. And you guys, I think you guys thank your godmom or either thank your grandma for the tasty cakes. Oh, yeah, what yeah. What were these cakes? I'm in my mind, I'm like, is it red velvet? Is it carrot cake? What, what, I'm just curious. What were these cakes? Well, yeah, she, uh, my godmother, who is my mother's best friend. Okay. She is, uh, she's, as, for as long as I've known her, she's been a baker. So she bakes cakes and all types of treats and cookies and cupcakes and, you know, all, all types of desserts. That's her thing. Okay. Right. Nice. And so, uh, you know, at, at one point, she and my mother opened up a bakery in Carson. Really? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we always had, 
you know, delicious cakes and, and cookies and all the treats, you know, at our disposal. So that's my grandma, I mean, uh, my godmother, Darlene. Darlene, okay. Now, what was, what was, what was the, in your opinion, what was your favorite cake? I've always been a carrot cake guy. My mom made the bomb carrot cake. My sister makes this traditional carrot cake. It's really rare, but she makes it uh, like probably once a year. What was your favorite cake? My favorite cake, man. Um, I would, I would probably say maybe like something like maybe German chocolate or. Okay. Um. Yeah, like maybe like an Oreo cake or something like that, too. Yeah, 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 I rock with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay. Another burning question. Okay, so, all right. I'm not a sneakerhead, but like I really like you guys were the reasons why I only got like one pair of sneakers a year. Okay. And I had to make it last. So, but I, but I always wanted Nikes. So this is a two-parter. So the first question is, do you guys have like a contract with Nike? I only ask that because I recently listened to Jaleel White's podcast. It's called Ever After. And he interviewed Mayan Bialik, who played Blossom. And then like the 90s, apparently there was this person named Tracy Gray that supplied certain superstars with like Nikes and so on and so forth. So um, did you guys have a contract with Nike? Because I noticed that Hakeem was wearing Jordan's. I think you were wearing Bo Jackson's, I, I, you know, um, so what, what's the story with that? Well, yeah, we didn't have a contract with them, but they definitely were supplying us with, with shoes, you know? Okay. And so, I mean, like we come home and there's like stacks of just boxes of, of Nikes, you know, what? of uh, Air Force Ones and Jordans and, Bo Jackson's, all all of that stuff, like just boxes, the stacks, you know. Wow. And so, yeah, they were they were providing them to us because I'm sure they knew that we were going to be wearing them in our videos, right. in our photo shoots, in our at our interviews. So they wanted we were advertising for them, you know. But we yeah, yeah. were we weren't uh, officially under contract with Nike, you know, okay. as like an endorsement deal or anything like that but but yeah they were they were they were hooking us up for sure okay cool cool yeah because weren't you weren't you wearing bo jackson i believe so i believe so i I, and i know we were wearing uh air force ones on i think on the uh on the down my heart cover yeah where we're on the basketball court Mm mm-hmm isn't it crazy like how like how big they are now like how much like sneakers are everywhere they're like it's almost like an investment almost people have like yeah it's it's like a religion it's like a it's it's like a it's like a cult you know what i'm saying like i have friends who have like sneaker collections like yeah where i mean the the amount of energy that they put into searching for certain specific you know, limited edition sneakers and things like that. And it's just like, it just, it boggles my mind. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's yeah. like a, a huge thing. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they're really into that. Yeah, yeah. Fat Joe, like all the superstars, they're really into that. I saw his Fat Joe, he's like, he licked the bottom. I've never of really sneaker. been into shoes like that, though, me personally. You know, okay. Like, I like, I like a nice pair of shoes. I like a nice pair of kicks, but I've never been into like collecting shoes and like having the, you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah, latest yeah. 
thing like that. It, it's just never been my thing. Even even as a child, you you weren't into that. Uh, not really, not really. It wasn't until I was like, you know, a teenager hanging out right. with like, you know, some of my my older friends and stuff like that, and 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 like being exposed to some of the trends during the time and whatnot, and being influenced by like the peer pressure and stuff like that. I wanted to, you know, of course, stay in step with the style with, with what everybody else was doing and stuff like that. But it wasn't really something that was in my heart to do. It was like all my friends, my brothers were doing it. And so I wanted to, to do it as well, you know? Absolutely. But, yeah, I understand the peer pressure part. Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a question about down my heart, the video down my heart. Uh, where was this abandoned theater at? Uh, this was in uh, downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. Because me and my sister will watch the video and you guys had these suits. Now, as a kid, I hated wearing suits. But when you guys did, it, you guys made it look cool. Who designed those suits? I mean, we had a stylist. We okay. had a stylist named Cecile. And, uh, you know, basically the process was... Um, you know, she'd take us out shopping mm -hmm. and, you know, we, it was a collaborative process. We'd pick, pick out the things that we wanted to wear along with her, but she was kind of overseeing the styling for that video. But uh, yeah, her name is Cecile Parker. And she was, was she responsible for the album cover suits as well? Cause those were really dope with the like emblems and everything. <clears throat> I believe so. Yeah. Okay. She was cool. pretty much our our primary stylist. She was, you know, at the at the forefront and responsible for most of the the things that uh you saw us wearing, like on album covers and in videos and things like that. Things like that. Yeah. Cool. All video love was um a little romance, right? Yeah. And tons of cameos. Will Smith. Now, was that in Vogue or was that another girl group? Because it was hard to see. Dude, I haven't seen that video in so long. So I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> it, it looked like There's in no Vogue. Telling, man. It probably was. It probably was. It probably was in Vogue. Yeah, it, it probably was. I wouldn't doubt it. In Vogue, uh, 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 Marlon Jackson and Rosie yeah. Perez and Kim Fields in that video as well. Was that a lot of BBD. fun to shoot? BBD was in there also. Oh yeah, BBD. That's right, right. Yeah, is that a lot of fun mm -hmm. to shoot? Of course, yeah, of course. I mean, we had, you know, it was basically the concept was we were we were performing at a club full of children. It was kind of like a Bugsy Malone type of uh, yeah yeah concept. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we're performing at a club full of children. Everyone's dressed up like they're adults, right? Right. And then also, too, we had, um, you know, we had all these beautiful young girls there and stuff like that. So that was fun. And then also, too, we had people that we looked up to who were coming through to show love. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, Will Smith came through, yeah. Michael Bivens, Ricky Bell, Ronnie DeVoe. Uh, uh, man, so many people, man, so many people. And uh, I mean, that just feels amazing when like people that you look up to who are like your idols almost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
come through and just show you love when you're a child, when you're a kid. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like a, a superhero coming through, you know what I'm saying? Just for you, just to just to to congratulate you and to support you and show love to you and, and make sure that uh you know, yeah, man, it it was just an amazing experience, you know? Cool. Just just that was one of the, the best parts, I think, about uh, our experience, uh, you know, in the, in the entertainment industry was, you know, being able to meet our, our, our idols and our peers, right. you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and really be able to experience the love that they 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 poured into us, you know, because all of them were, I mean, it was so many um, celebrities who just really showed us a lot of love, you know, because what we were doing at that time was, you know, it was, there weren't really any other young groups like us out during that time. You're you know? right. You're right. And so... You had all these these celebrities who kind of looked at us as their little brothers, you know, right. and they kind of embraced us in that type of way. And so that was like the best part of it, man, because, you, you know, to be able to hang out with your idols and and yeah. they embrace you as if you're like their little brothers is, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like living in a dream. I can only imagine. Like, I remember when you guys... Like it was almost, <laughs> it's really a thing of like when you guys would just show up randomly in videos. So I remember you guys showed up in any, the any heartbreak video edition. Yeah. I was like, oh crap, that's the boys. You know, or, yeah, yeah. you know, um, I even, even like seeing Hakeem, he was in Ernest Goes to Camp. You were, I think you were in a Chrysler commercial. Um, yeah, I was in a Fruity Pebbles commercial. I was in a, um, you were the baby of roots. You were little cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I, you know, our, our parents got us involved in um, like acting and, uh, you know, the arts very early. And so, right. you know, during the time when we were kind of hustling at the beach, performing on the boardwalk at the beach, we were also working actors as well, you know, right. so we were, we were on Amen, we were yes. on um, St. Saint, Saint What's the I think St. Elsewhere? Yeah, St. Elsewhere. I was on St. Elsewhere a few times. Oh wow! Um, Hawk was on Webster. Right. He was on just all types of stuff, man. Like we we were all over the place. You know, we were working. You know, I remember. I remember also like the first time you guys were on Star Search. Star Search. And you guys, I think you guys performed. Um, uh, yeah, I remember you did. Uh, what's the name of it? The Bird song. The Bird, yeah. Day. Yeah, and you yeah. guys did the triple backflip. Now I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. You guys don't get a lot of credit because, like, <clears throat> you guys were the first group. Because even the Jacksons weren't doing this. or new <clears> day. <throat> you guys performed. Used gymnastics in your routine. Like it wasn't like you guys. Like you guys were certified gymnasts. Like seriously, y'all y'all practice gymnastics yeah. and doing the triple backflips and I noticed like even later on like other groups would do it like another bad creation or you know you know of course later later b2k or whatever but you guys were kind of the first to really 
use gymnastics. And I mean, like, that was a big deal for, you know, as a kid growing up, because like, if you could do a backflip, you can get the girl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that was really cool, man. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, like I said, my parents, they they had us involved in the arts early on, man. So we were in karate, we were in gymnastics, we were into acting. We, uh, my parents bought us instruments and, uh, and, and uh, you know, put us in uh, music lessons. So we were learning how to play instruments and stuff like that. Uh, vocal lessons. We were doing all of that stuff, man. We were, I mean, they just kept us busy. You know, they kept us busy. They kept us always involved in something positive and, and constructive. And so, you know. That's great. That's great, man. Uh, and speaking of Venice Beach, where you talked about earlier, where you guys would perform, I noticed like in the video, Lucky Charm, there was like scenes from Venice Beach, like the guy doing the 100 push-ups real quick. And I wanted to know. Like, no, no, no. That, that was in uh, Happy. That was in Happy? I, I think so. No, I think like so. Lucky, Char Lucky Charm, I, there, you know, like, since you've been mine. And there's like backgrounds like Venice Beach, I thought, you know. <laughs> You might be right, man. Yo, I, <laughs> I, I haven't watched that stuff in so long, man. Years, bro. I don't, I, I literally, you know, a lot of people are surprised when I say, like, I don't look back at a lot of that stuff, but right. you know what I'm saying? It, it's just not my thing. Like, I, I, I'm always looking forward, you know? I'm not really, you know, looking, looking backwards. I hear you. That's the, that's the way to do it. But um, like I was going to ask, though, with Venice Beach, I know Hogan did a lot of stuff on Venice Beach. Did you guys ever run into each other? Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we'd see him out there sometimes, Muscle Beach. Yeah. Okay. There's a ghost gym out on uh, Muscle Beach and Venice Beach. And so sometimes we'd see Hulk Hogan out there. Um, Michael Collier, the comedian, he used to perform out on the beach. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the amazing Vita brothers. Um, they're a gymnastic and acrobatic and martial arts family. Uh, it was so much talent out there on the beach. You know, right. people performing on the beach. Venice Beach is 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 an epic place, man. I I, I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe. Um, you know, Dante Bosco and his brothers also performed out there. That's why I Did even they? asked that. Hmm? Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, you I, know, we um, met them on the set of Baby Bad, of Moonwalker. That's yeah. where we met them. And uh, that was just, I mean, that was like, it was just like stepping into a whole nother world. I bet. It was like stepping into a whole nother world and you're on set with all these kids and we're all going to school together. We've got, you know, teachers there on set and whatnot. And we're there on set for three months, learning wow. routines and shooting and rehearsing and all types of stuff. But that three months, man, we, we built relationships, right. you know, with, with each other that that lasts to this day man that that like i mean it just feels like those people who are on that set are like a part of my extended family you know nice yeah 
And, and I was so, gonna ask, I was gonna have, actually ask you about that because I noticed when I watched it, you you okay, you got like you you got Brandon Adams from the Mighty Ducks, he played Michael. Yeah. You had Nikki Cox, who's an actress, uh, she had the red barrette. Um yeah. of course the Bosco Brothers. Now was Wade Robinson a part of that or no? I, I don't think so. No. Okay. I don't remember Wade being there. No. Okay. But but you um mm-hmm. but you're familiar with the other uh, people, of course. Jermaine, Jermaine, one of Jermaine's sons were was in it also too. Jermaine Jackson Jr., he was in it. Marissa Tancherowin, she's uh she's the showrunner on um Marvel Agents of Shield. What? And uh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm an MCU junkie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's the showrunner on Marvel's Marvel Agents of Shield. And uh and she's she's like doing all types of stuff. You know what I'm wow. saying? All, she's showrunner of all types of shows right now, you know, and a executive up in Marvel uh <laughs> right now. So yeah, it's so many people who who uh were in that thing who went on to do great things. And so yeah. Excellent. I remember, um, I wanted to ask you this, you guys nailed the gymnastics, like the part where you and Hakeem do the backflip at the same time, but then you do the handspring, handspring, and then you jump up and do the split. How many takes did that take, man? How how did you do that? Who knows, man? (laughs) (laughs) But you know, that was awesome. Look, you know, filming that thing, man, it was a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. memorizing those routines and stuff like that. And it was a lot to memorize. Uh, and then when we finally got around to shooting it, um, you know, we'd have to do multiple takes, like right. take after take after take after take after take. And so uh, it was a lot of work, man. And uh, But luckily for us, we had been prepared for that that level of work because you know like I said my brothers and I we had already been just working you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. we were already doing multiple shows at the beach you know we were doing eight shows per day at the at the beach on Saturday wow. and Sunday then we'd leave the beach and go perform at private parties you know what I'm saying bar and we, and stuff yeah you know all types of all types of birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, uh, weddings, everything, you know, and, uh, and 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 then you know when we get home, after we do our homework after school and stuff like that, we'd be rehearsing, you know, and so we were used to that level of work and that work work ethic, you know, and so uh, you know we were used to it, man. We we started working at a very early age cool yeah yeah and um you gotta uh i think hakeem said you guys got to not necessarily got a chance to meet michael but you got a chance to see him go in and out the trailer right yeah mm-hmm. that was yeah cool. while we were shooting uh moonwalker but right. we met him later on you know what i'm saying apart from that but while we were shooting moonwalker we didn't get to meet him but we see him like you know, yeah, <laughs> leaving the trailer or whatnot. Yeah, what was that like for you? Just to even meet him, like at that later time. Oh man, I mean, come on, 
meeting Michael <laughs> Jackson, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just like, it was amazing, you know? It was like meeting, you know, your ultimate idol, you know? The person yeah. who, you, you're meeting the most famous person in the world, you know? And at that time, he was probably the biggest entertainer on the planet. Oh, and so question. Yeah. And so, I mean, meeting Michael was just surreal. It was surreal. And so we met him a few times. And uh, it, was, it was just great, man. You know, it was good vibes. And, you know, we came to, to know um, later on that Michael was kind of like, um, how would I say, like, uh, kind of watching our career very closely. You know, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. We we came to find that out. Like some people told us, you know what I'm saying? Like Michael had been, you know, he would call the label and talk to some of the executives and and kind of like suggest certain things or, you know what I'm saying? He was just wow. kind of like moving in the shadows doing, doing some stuff, you know, that was really interesting, you know, but we we didn't really know he was kind of involved to that degree at the time, you know, but... He's man, know, he's really smart interesting. Tech, man. Very smart. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, um, he's a genius, man. That's that's crazy. Um, I wanted to ask you. I had to ask you this. Okay, so did you see? You saw the video I sent you about with with Dante, right? And what he said, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who was the girl that you guys were kind of like, you know, fighting over? Was it was it somebody we might know or fighting over? Well, not fighting over, but you guys had a crush on the same girl. And he said, you know, something like that. I'm just. I don't know who he was talking about. <laughs> I do not know who he was talking about. But, you know, L.A., it's just one of those places, especially when you're like in the entertainment industry and in, in certain circles and certain crowds. Like, you know what I'm saying? People people know each other you know and so yeah yes. you know we we probably might have been talking to the same girl at some point in time but um i'm not sure who he was talking about so i i don't know man okay it's cool <laughs> he uh, tell me and speak just just to go off of what you said because it's a part of like a later question i had you said the connectivity of it all about people in los angeles or even in hollywood there's this really i don't know if you had a chance to see it this is documentary I always make reference to called Kid 90, which is the directed mm -hmm. by Soleil Moon Fry, who was who played Punky Brewster. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. it's if you ever get a chance to see it, first of all, she's super candid about her experiences in Hollywood and so on and so forth. But she's all like when she was a kid and became a teenager, she always carried around a camera. She always filmed this stuff, this documentary stuff. It's kind of fascinating to see because like you literally can connect the dots. You know what I'm saying? Like she knew Leo. Leo knew Toby and right. she knew you know all of yeah. these people Will Smith it was, it's exactly. crazy yeah yeah it, it's you know what I'm saying it it it's really like a lot of these kids were like they were child actors they started right. out as child actors and dancers and you know what I'm saying and yeah. they they went to certain dance studios and they all kind of like performed together and, and went to the same dance studios or went to the same acting coach or went to the same, 
you know, schools or whatnot. And so it's really like a a small, you know, community. Like sometimes we go out on, on auditions and stuff like that for TV shows and commercials. And, you know, you'd see Alfonso Ribeiro, you know what I'm saying? This is when he was little Alfonso, you know, Pepsi commercial Alfonso or, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And so, you know, it was like all time. There was another kid. Uh, his name was Bumper. He Bumper was Robinson. Like a Bumper, yeah. Bumper, Bumper Robinson. There's another kid named Elon. It was these like these young, like um, they weren't stars, but they were like on the cusp. They were on the cusp. They were on yeah. the come up and on on the cusp of like and they were they were getting work you know what i'm saying so like when when you go on an audition and you'd see like alfonso is there or bumper is there or elon is there you know what i'm saying like everybody would would get like like oh man right oh alfonso's here bumper's here like oh they're gonna get it you know what i'm saying yeah so it was same thing with us too like when we would show up it was like People would get nervous, you know what I'm saying? When me and my right. brothers would show up, you know? <laughs> People would get nervous because, you know, we were just already so polished and so experienced because of right. all the work we were doing, you know what I'm saying, outside of that, you know, as far as performing and just, we were doing so much work. We were just experienced. And so when we would show up, we were... People was like nervous, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with when Alfonso would show up, Bumper, you know, certain people, you you know, like, oh, that's such and such, you know? Right. So we all kind of knew each other, you know? And I, Brandon, I, I, same thing, Brandon, you know? Brandon, Brandon Adams, yeah. Brandon. yeah. I, and, I, and you know, it was funny, it's just, okay, so I even, I asked, I, I made reference to that um, when I, I was on um, Dante, for, I'm gonna give people context. I'm talking, when I say Dante, I'm talking about Dante Bosco, he was uh, Rufio and Hook. He's, he does the voice of Prince Zuko and Avatar. He's a veteran of the game, okay? So I asked him the same question about Kid 90, and he said, he said it's, he's, it's almost like a class of, especially that yeah, specific yeah. area of 90s. It's like, this, you know, we all kind of like hung out, you know, he, you know what I'm saying? He, he, you know, and I, I told him like, yeah, like, because like when you, when you and the boys work together on Moon, I'm able to hear that stuff, and it gives me hope because it's just like, you know the the connectivity of it all. Ask about um crazy like that's one of my favorite videos. Um, how were you able to, as a? How, how, I guess you were like twelve when that when you were doing that video, right? Crazy, yeah, yes. probably about twelve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you able right. to keep, Yeah, that's pre- how are you able to keep your composure? If I was twelve years old and I'm working with Rosie Perez. For folks who don't know who Rosie Perez is, she's an actress, choreographer. She was in Do the Right Thing. She was looking fine as wine. She can dance. She's Puerto Rican, which is my weakness. How are you able to keep your composure <laughs> with Rosie Perez, you know, being your choreographer? And then the girl, the lead girl, all those girls. I mean, I would have lost my mind. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, like I said, we were just, we were just seasoned, you know? We were, you know... We we had been we had been working for so long by the time that we 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 hit that point, you know, like we were already like veterans by that point. By the time that 
that Down My Heart video came out. We were already veterans. We were we already had put in our ten thousand hours. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like before we got signed to Motown. Wow. You know, and so you know we were just used to that level of of work ethic. You know, because that's that's just what we were. We were going hard, man. You know. It, it seemed like you, and that's great. It seemed like you guys had like a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a we had a lot of fun, man. And I mean, the main thing was, it was a beautiful experience because we were able to. Um, I was able to have that experience with my brothers, you know, and so, I mean, my brothers have always been like my best friends, you know, and so we're always cracking jokes, having fun, we're, you know, and you, you're able to share that experience with your best friends who are your brothers. Oh. It's, it's just like, you know, what's better than that? Right, right. Um, well, I mean, speaking of Rosie, what was it like working with her? Uh, it was, it was great. Rosie was like a big sister to us. And, uh, you know, she was a she was a uh, perfectionist. Mm -hmm. She 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 made us work hard and and really, um, you know, it it wasn't easy, but it was it was the hard work was rewarding and it paid off. You know, and uh, a lot of that stuff like. Uh, we, we it was new to us, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the 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 dance choreography that she was, um, that she was given to us, it was new for us, and so it took a lot of it took a lot of time and and hard work and rehearsal, you know. But uh, once you got it, you know what I'm saying? It feels good once you got the the routine down, it's memorized, and it's it's looking good. Everybody's in sync, and uh, you know it was it was Rosie and a group called Heart and Soul. Okay, she, they were her 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 like her uh, her partners, her assistants. Okay, and Heart and Soul was um, they were a dance crew in L.A. and uh, they went on to become Bobby Brown's dancers. So. Yo, so you know, so went on every little step, yeah, yeah, every little step, yeah. That's heart and soul. Wow. And so you know, when he said heart and soul, get 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 busy. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. so heart and soul was a dance crew, you know. And so they worked with Rosie, and they helped her choreograph. You know, what I'm saying Bobby Brown, us. You know, what I'm saying all types of, uh, you know, yeah, all types of artists during that time. Um. Speaking of Bobby, um, now this is something that Akeem shared on the on on my interview with him. He said that it was you that original you originally had the Gumby haircut, right? And Bobby took mm -hmm. that from you. Is that is that right? <laughs> it's that's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> it was because you guys you know, hung out a lot. Yeah, well, we um, we did a few concerts together. We would open up for Bobby, you know, okay. a few times. 
And so, uh, you know, it was, the haircut was a mistake. It was a mistake. And so our, our barber, his name is Fami, he would travel with us and whatnot. And so I told Fami, I was like, I was like, look, here's the style that I want. You know how like uh, uh, Kwame yeah. and Kitten and Play and stuff, they had like the, uh, the the flat top where one side is higher and the other side is, is lower. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's but kind it's, of box. It's a box. Yeah, right. it's a box, but one side is higher, one side is lower. Yeah. So that's what I told him that I wanted. But he didn't understand that that's what I was talking about. It wasn't like back in those times, you didn't have like a cell phone. You can just like pull up a picture and show it exactly. to him, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to explain it to him. I was like, you know, I want one side high, the other side, you know, lower. Right. But a flat top like that. So he ended up cutting it up into the side, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. like Gumby. And so that's how the Gumby came about, you know? And so we went, we had a show, uh, a concert with Bobby. We were opening up for Bobby in... I think it was in Sacramento or uh it was in Northern California. But uh we were in the in the, the dressing room with Bobby. We were in Bobby's dressing room hanging out mm-hmm. with him. And uh I came in, he was like, Oh man, he was like, what you call that? What you call that style right there? <laughs> we were we were all just like laughing and joking and whatnot. And uh, so I think somebody was like, yeah, that's Gumby. That's the Gumby. Like, all right, that's the Gumby, you know? And that's how it came about. And then next thing I know, I see the Every Little Step video. Right. Maybe some weeks later or a month, some month later or whatnot. And he's got the Gumby, you know? Wow. What, what was your reaction? Yeah. Were you like, man, that dude took my haircut or what? <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's not like... I feel like, oh, it's mine. I'm the only person who could who could have it, you know. Right. But I am happy to know that I was able to influence a moment in pop history in that way, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you can even look at it in the timeline, like when you guys came out with those haircuts. Other groups kind of followed suit. Uh, Perfect Gentleman uh right again a- another bad creation and it- it's it's just it's incredible to see like i said my i always wanted to get those kind of haircuts um next question i had this thing called love and the video is in yeah. japan what was mm-hmm. it like being in japan also do i hear shanice singing in the background doing the background vocals or am i just tripping no no i think shanice was in the background vocals i okay. think you're right yeah, I think you're right. Yep. And then too, um, in some of the background vocals on some of the other songs, uh, Kevon Edmonds was singing a, some some of our background vocals also. It was us and and Kevon also, you know, wow. on some of those backgrounds. So you might hear him on 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 some of that stuff too. Yep. And but in down my heart, that was Babyface doing background, wasn't it? He was doing it was you and Babyface, right? You guys and Babyface doing the background possibly he may have he may have laid a few tracks but i mean the majority of it was us you know but you know they they probably laid a few like you know what i'm saying just a few a few a few tracks in there as well too you know so it was a blend yeah okay 
Yeah. Babyface, Kevon, and, wow. and us. Yeah. But yeah, I, Shanice, I think voice. she was singing uh, background on this thing called Love. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I, lo I mm -hmm. love I love her voice. I love Kevon's voice. He has an awesome voice. Um, yeah. What was it like in Japan? Was that fun for you guys? Oh, yeah. Japan was awesome, man. It was awesome. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. um, it's, it's such a, a unique place, you know? It's such a unique place. Japan, to me, the way that I describe Japan is like a blend of being in the past and in the future at the same mm. time, you know? So like in Tokyo, it's like a futuristic type of city, you know, where you got all yeah. of these, like, it's like Times Square, you know, you got all these like neon lights and, and all of this tech stuff all around you and stuff. But then you have, they have um, like old Japan also mixed in there. You got t Japanese temples and yeah. uh, uh, the, the culture and the customs are very ancient, you know what I'm saying? So you got like a blend of like the past and the future. It, it's it's just a, a, a interesting. It's an interesting place, you know. And, and super clean too. I heard is really clean. Super I, um, clean. Yeah, yeah, super clean. Yep. I had an opportunity to talk to um a group called Allure. They said the same thing. It's just super clean. The people were really nice, and you know they said it was yeah, and they've time. been wearing masks. You know what I'm saying? Like for years, way before. Right. Us, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like they've been on the mask. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, funny is that like one of my favorite songs on that second album. Um. Shalala, shalala, la la la, fish kebab, scrambled eggs and tuna. Is that a combination of food, the scrambled eggs and tuna? Is that something that you tried, or is that just something you got to say? Look, man, we were in the studio. We were kids in the studio uh -huh. who had free reign and creative control to create and produce and write whatever we wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So we were up in there and we were, uh, you know, we were in charge of the sessions. We were writing and producing the majority right. of those songs, you know? And so that's what happens when you get a bunch of kids in the studio, you know what I'm saying? You give them full creative control. That's what you, that's what, that's what happens when, when you do that, you know? So we were just up in the studio having fun, just, just, just creating whatever came to mind, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what was, what was the bush? Is that like a, is that a state of mind of Bush or is it an actual physical place that's far, far away? Yeah, it's far, far away. It's, it's a place, the Bush. It's, it's, oh. a, it's a place that's like far, far away from, from uh, mainstream society or, you know? Mm -hmm. So whatever was going on during that time, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I, I think, no, what it was when we were recording that, we were living in new jersey in teaneck new jersey really and uh yeah when we I were was born in jersey second album yep our second mm -hmm. album we recorded it in teaneck and uh it was just kind of like away from a bunch of stuff you know what i'm saying so right i think that song just came about because we felt like we were in the bush you know <laughs> <laughs>
it, that's it, that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? When when a bunch of kids are running the show. There's no girls where we are. Civilizations. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> see? You see? That's it. Speaking of speaking of girls, uh, back in the day, what who was your childhood celebrity crush? Oh man, so many, so many. Um, childhood celebrity crush. Man, I, I mean, of course, like a. Janet Jackson, you know? Yeah. You got um you got like all the, the the child female actresses like Rudy from Cosby Show. He should I got, pull it? Yeah, you got the the other one um from Fresh Prince. Tatiana Ali. Yeah, her. Um you got even the girl from uh, the Wonder Years. Oh, I had a crush on her. Yeah, I, I guess that's her name. Uh, you know, what I'm like, of course. You know, what I'm saying the things when you're a kid, you're watching TV, and you're, you know, like these are the things that you're you're seeing, and yeah, those were those were like, you know, some of my crushes growing up. You know, yeah. um. And then there were some other ones too who, you know, probably uh, people who weren't like famous, you know what I'm saying, at the time, you know? Okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, I, I had a few crushes growing up. Did you ever get a chance to meet any, any of those people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Keisha Knight Pulliam for sure. And Bilal was in uh, a movie with her, in this movie, uh, Polly. They were in this Polly, right. I, okay, I remember that. Yeah, Bilal and Keisha was in that together. And uh, I don't think I ever got a chance to meet Tatiana Ali. But um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Tracy Spencer, you know what I'm saying? Probably had right. a little question on her. Also, um, yeah, man, just plenty, plenty. Young, young, young male, you know what I'm saying? Who's, who's feeling himself. I, I can only imagine, like, I remember when you guys, um, one of my favorite shows growing up, well, the only way I could watch it is going over my friend's house because we didn't have the Disney Channel. Disney Channel was super expensive back in the day. And I would love the Mickey Mouse Club. And you guys were on the Mickey Mouse Club and you performed. And there's this yeah. girl on the Mickey Mouse Club named Dee Dee Malongo, who mm -hmm. is actually now, she does voiceover work and stuff stuff like that. You guys got a chance to meet her. How was that experience? Do you remember that? Do you remember being on the Mickey Mouse Club or no? Yeah, of course. Of okay. course. You know? And uh, I mean, even back then, like, in those circles, there was like, what, Justin Timberlake? Uh, J.C. Chazé? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the other kid's name? Um, Ryan Gosling. Um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. It, it was just so many, you know what I'm saying? Kids right. who went on to become, you know, celebrities, you know, actors and, you know, singers and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. The other one, too, from uh, Saved by the Bell. What's, what's that kid's name? Um, Mark Paul Gosler or Mario Lopez? 
I think Mario Lopez. I think Mario Mario was on Kids Incorporated. Kids Incorporated, exactly. He was on Kids Incorporated. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. man. So, I mean, I'm saying, like, all of those circles, like, you had, you know what I'm saying? All of these kids who were just, like, in show business, you know? Yeah. And these were, like, the next crop who were on the cusp of of, uh, becoming celebrities. Absolutely. I actually remember when NSYNC was coming out and I saw JC Chazé in that group. I was like, oh, these guys are going to blow up because I already knew he had a great voice and he could dance from the Mickey Mouse Club. And then also Justin was a part of that group as well. I, I, I just I, I knew um, you guys. I just want to run down the list of these these cameo. Brittany. Brittany, too. Brittany and Christina. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You guys were. <laughs> I, I, do you remember this? You guys were on the Stay in School Jam. I believe it was in Phoenix, Arizona, um, right? Where you, weren't you, then you guys perform, and this is around the time that uh, the Saga Must Continues come out. Was that at the, uh, the All-Star Game? The All-Star Game. Was it the All-Star Game or Stay in School Jam? Oh, I can't remember. One of those two. But I remember, I, I definitely remember you guys were on there because you had, you, you, you flat ironed your hair like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. What was yeah, that experience man. like? Did you meet Jordan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Met Jordan. You know what I'm saying? All of those guys, man. All of those guys. And all of them, they just, man, embraced us like little brothers, man. Wow. It it was just it was just amazing, you know? Um also uh somebody who we were really close with, like Mike Tyson. Like Mike Tyson, he would come to our house. He'd come to our birthday parties. Wow. He'd come through the house and just come kick it with us. Uh, he'd invite us to the fights. You know what I'm wow. saying? After the fights, we'd be up in his room. He'd let us wear the belts and stuff like that. All of that stuff. Um, wow. Uh, Heavy D was another one. You know what Where's I'm saying? Who was like a big brother, yeah. Heavy D, man, I love that. I love that brother so much, man. Just like such a, a just a beautiful spirit, man. A beautiful person. Wow. Um, Michael Bivens, man, that that was like a dream come true for me. Like when Michael Bivens, he would come by, come through the house and like swoop me up, and he had this BMW. He would just come swoop me up and we'd just go driving. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, uh, and I'm just like a kid, you know? He would just roll through and just swoop me up, you know? And uh, to me, that was just like, wow. Just like, I'm riding, I'm rolling with Michael Bivens, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, because for us, it was New Edition who really inspired us, right. you know? That's who we grew up really idolizing was new addition and so yeah man when, when those guys would come through it, it it would just be like 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 this is a dream you know what i'm saying easy e easy e wow. like a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't believe like he would just randomly just show up at our house you know what i'm saying and just and just come kick it with us you know wow it, it was so interesting it was so interesting you know what I'm saying? This is wow. EVE. And he's just come, he's kicking it with some little, little RB kids, you know? Wow. <laughs> On our block in Carson. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 
we'd be out there, <clears throat> all the kids on our block, you know what I'm saying? We all hanging out on, on the block, you know, on our, our, our street that we grew up on. Mm -hmm. Easy E would just pull up and just be out there kicking it with us, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Michael Bivens, this one, that one, you know? It was just like, it was wild, man. It, it was just, it was like a movie. I, I truly believe that art imitates life. And I, I, now I'm starting to understand, like, in this life, man, life is like, it's almost like a movie. Like, if you make, it's, it's what you make out of it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it is a movie. I mean, yeah. honestly, it is a movie, you know? But, uh, but yeah, I mean, people... You know, when people think of like Easy E, they think of gangster rap, right? Gangster, you know what I'm saying? Drug dealer, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But this, like, the Easy E that we got to meet, you know what I'm saying? Who would come kick it with us? Like, was just like a cool dude, man. Just like, and a and a guy who loved kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He loved kids. He loved, uh, yeah, he was just a, a cool dude, just a po positive vibes. He come through and it was just positivity, you know? And, uh, you know, it's one of those things to where it's like, even gangsters, you know what I'm saying? People mm -hmm. who are living a certain lifestyle and stuff like that, certain ones, like they're not on all the time you know they're not in gangster mode 100 percent right. of the time you know what I'm yeah, they're people so they're people yeah they're people yeah. and so it was like that like when when easy would come through you know it was like yeah. like yeah we just kicking it and he would just like talk to us like we're his little brothers you know wow. it was it was just love man i want did you have you got a chance to listen or even read Will Smith's book? No, not yet. I highly suggest it. There's this part where he talks about, like he was like when he was going through his financial troubles, and he moved to Los Angeles, and he was like at the he was at his rock bottom, and his girlfriend at the time was like, "You need to do something." She says, "You need to just go on to go to Arsenio Hall show or something," and he would like go to Arsenio Hall. And just wait on a lot until like somebody would notice him. And that's how eventually how he got on the Arsenio Hall show. I bring that up because you guys were on the Arsenio Hall show. And I don't think people remember how big that show was and how right. like he was, he, Arsenio was the man, you know, in order for you yeah. to kind of, you know, be on the come up, you had to go on that show. What was that like being on that, on that show for you guys? Cause you guys put on a great performance. Yeah, it was great, man. I mean, like you said, Arsenio, Going on the Arsenio Hall show was like, you know, yeah. wh what's bigger than that? You know? Right, man? right. Yeah. So, I mean, it was great, man. And just being able to kind of like meet those guys, um, interact with those those people. I mean, these are, are brilliant luminaries, you know what I'm saying? Brilliant artists, you know, Arsenio, Eddie Murphy, and uh shoot martin lawrence and yeah, martin lawrence was in our, our crazy uh video the extended video really? yeah well what i don't know if you've that? seen the. i don't know this like before the actual video of crazy there's like right, a, he get, 
But Kyrie gets kicked in the head. There's no, 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 no. Okay. Like before, there's like an acting part. Like okay. it, it's, it's it's an extended video that's out there, and okay. so Martin Lawrence plays our manager in that in that, and so out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate is in Happy Video. Yeah, and so was um, Tiny Zeus Lester, too, right? Yeah, Tiny. Tiny lived around the corner from us in Carson. Wow. Wow. Yeah, man, all of these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lorenz, he was like another child actor that we met, you know what I'm saying, on set. And we just, like, hit it off with. We became, like, our family, his family. We became, like, brothers you know what i'm saying yeah and so uh when it came time for us to do the video uh Kyrie actually directed that video and so we were looking for a love interest for the main girl and we were like yeah let's have lorenz do it you know wow and uh that's how that came about but lorenz went on to become and do all of these other great things but this was before you know what i'm saying way before you know the world knew who Lorenz Tate was, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, wow, yeah, that's, in, that's incredible. Do you, okay, do you remember um, being on a different world? Do you remember that yeah. whole, how was that, what was that like for you? I mean, I want to paint a picture for people. A Different World was the show that was a spinoff of the Cosby Show. Great show, it was responsible for bring, for inspiring a lot of young people to go to college. Um, yeah. and you guys played a group called Mice to, Mice to Men. And what, mm-hmm. what was that experience like for you? Did you, I know you did, you know, you got Kadeem Hardison, Jasmine Guy. Yeah, man. All those Don Lewis. Yeah. Don Lewis. Don, yeah. Don Lewis, man. She was like a, a big sister to us, man. Like, so she just gave us so much love, man. Like, wow. Don was like, even after the show and everything like we hang out with don you know she come through the house we kick it with her you know it was just just beautiful man like everybody just embraced us uh jada you know what i'm saying jada Um, too wow yeah 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 everybody man i had a i had a crush on um the the chocolate the chocolate girl um oh her name um, was like the girl to play Kimberly Reese? Kent, yeah. That's yeah. the one I had a crush on. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the one I liked, you know? I but like, uh, but yeah, man, it was it was a great experience. It was a great experience. Just um being able to work with those people. Debbie mm-hmm. Allen, you know, Debbie Allen, she directed yes. those, those a lot of those episodes, you know. That's how we met Debbie. Wow. And uh, Debbie went on to direct our TV show, our TV pilot, also. Right. Brandon was a part of that, too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Wow. So, I, yeah, man, so wow. so many, so many links, so many, you know, we got a chance to work with so many greats, so many wow. of the greats, man. And so that just feels good to be able to be in that company, you know what I'm saying, with... yeah be in the company of 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 greats like that you know that's that's incredible i randomly met debbie allen at this grocery store i used to work at called earth fair but mm-hmm. a week before that felissa rashad her sister came in 
And I got to yeah. tell you how jarring that was because that's like, I know her from somewhere. <laughs> she felt like a relative, you know what I'm saying? But it was Felicia Rashad. She was really soft spoken. But then Debbie Allen, like I said, came in a week <clears> later. <throat> she was just this firecracker of energy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, you know, and I, they were both. Yeah, really Debbie's, Debbie's awesome, man. She's awesome. And a legend, She's man. Beautiful person. She's a legend, man. She's 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 a legend, period. period. You know, period. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's been a it's been an amazing journey, man. It's been an amazing journey. Just yeah, I I get mad. It's been D nice, D nice. He was on uh he was on um. I had a dream with us. Right. He did a verse on I had a dream. So yeah, man. I mean, these were like our our family, and like for us, we our group was a family group, mm-hmm. and our parents managed us. So everyone around us was like family. So anyone we came, our whole energy matrix was that of family energy. You know what I'm saying? So wherever yes. we went, whoever we came in contact with, it was like a vibe of family and extended family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. It, it, yes. it was, it's, it's just been amazing, man. It's, it's been... beautiful. That's beautiful. Even you guys were on Oprah. Um, and that, that was, that's huge. Uh, do you, do you still keep in contact with her or? Oprah? Yes. No, okay. <laughs> no, but, <clears throat> but yeah, that was a great, um, experience that was a great experience and uh yeah man it's oprah you know what i'm saying yeah. being on the oprah winfrey show it's just a moment in time you know what i'm saying it's a moment in history a moment in time that's just like it's stamped in history so it's like Absolutely. yeah that's that's pretty epic you know so and I think weren't you guys also on this show? It was like a double dare kind of show called Funhouse, which was yeah, yeah. JD Rob show. Well, yeah. it seemed like you guys had a lot of fun getting messy. Was that it, cool for you guys? It, oh yeah, it was. It was so much fun. I mean, like I said, we were kids, man. Yeah. What kid wouldn't want to go on on Funhouse? You know. Yeah. Who? What kid wouldn't want to get slimed and you know what I'm saying? Dive in a. a a, a a pool full of fudge or or slime, you know. Right. <laughs> it's like, come on, you know what I'm saying? That that was our, that was our 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 our, our wildest dream, you know. It's like, of yeah. course, we loved it. We had fun, and uh, I'm I'm very thankful. Uh, all the experiences that I've been able to have <clears throat> within that world you know, and uh, all of those experiences have have shaped and molded and informed me, you know, yeah, and, and made me into the, the person that I am today. And uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's just been a phenomenal journey, man. It's, 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 it feels like I've lived you know, that feels like a past life, you mm. know? It feels like a past life. <clears throat> and it feels like I've lived multiple lives 
within one lifetime, you know? Uh, and so, but all of, all of that experience and wisdom that I was able to, to gather from that life, that past life within this lifetime, you know what I'm saying? Has, yeah. has helped me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, become the, the man that I am here in the present. And so it's a lot, man. it's a lot. And uh, I'm thankful for it all. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for you and you know your brothers and you guys doing the things that you've done, man. You guys really inspired a generation. Do your kids understand the gravity of what you guys have accomplished and done? And, and the, I mean, because I know you got three daughters. Do, do they do they understand? Um, uh, and, and and do you do people recognize you in the street sometimes? Because yeah, people recognize me. People recognize me, but you know, I've never been the type of person who like. Um, who thirst after the spotlight or, mm. you know what I'm saying, attention and stuff like that. I like, my vibe, I like flowing under the radar and just kind of like being able to move freely and yeah. do my thing. But but people, you know, people notice me, you know, and uh, I think my kids, they um, they know... I think they're still discovering like the the significance and the impact that that we've had because you know I think they get it from other people you okay. know what I'm saying but like from us like I don't really like bring bring that stuff up much you know what I'm saying it's not like we're sitting around watching old videos or old footage of you know concerts and stuff like that Right. Like, nah, who they know me as is like a totally different person than who I was as an entertainer. They know me as Abba or dad or, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, who they yeah. know me as. It's, it's just a totally different reality for them, you know? But I think that other people sometimes, you know, show them certain little things and, you know, talk about us and stuff like that. But uh, so I think they're, they're still kind of like discovering it, you know, but nice. for me, I, I, I didn't want to like, you know, um, I wanted the basis of our relationship to be based upon father, child, you know what I'm saying? Love, yes. not necessarily impressions from you know what I'm saying? The past or what things that I've done in the past or what the world thinks of what we've done and what, you know what I'm saying? How the world sees us as celebrities and things like that, whatever. Like, I didn't want none of that stuff to kind of like interfere with the relationship I'm building with my, my children. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Just on a father-child type of basis. You know, right. and and for me, it's worked for me. You know what I'm saying? It's worked for me, and uh, and I like it that way. You know, because a lot of times, uh, you know, the perceptions of the world can. Uh, I mean, every everyone's got their opinion and their perceptions. You know what I'm saying? And I just didn't yeah. want that to to kind of get in the way of of our direct one-on-one -on -one relationships 
you know? So that's why I kind of just keep looking forward, keep pushing forward. Gotcha. And occasionally I look back, but I don't really live in the past like that. Gotcha. Cool. You got to move mm -hmm. forward, like you said. But like I said, moving, I think to me, part of moving forward is um you can use those tools of this for from a fan you can use those tools of nostalgia to kind of give you that energy and joy to kind of push you forward to the future like i said these things these things that you choose to be your favorite things nobody can teach you to do that that's something that's hardcore built inside of you so like right i, I totally i totally believe in like those things were meant for you to have as tools, your favorite songs, oh, yeah. your favorite movies, and so on and so forth to push you forward. Um, so I thank you for you and your brothers putting out amazing positive music. Um, and 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 thank you, really, seriously, thank you, thank you. You know, I know you hear that a lot, but seriously, I, as a fan, I mean, I really thank you. And I stuff I still I still listen to, like I told you, this thing called love. I listen to that in the gym. <clears throat> I was jamming. So I really appreciate that, man. Really, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, let me just tell you, man, there's no greater pleasure than uh, when you you meet someone who shares with you how you've impacted their life in some way, you know? And because for me, uh, that that means that my time here has been worthwhile. It's been productive. Yeah. And that I've had an impact on the world and on other people, a positive, you know, impact on people. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's, that's purpose. That's a sense of purpose, you know, and that's, that's just a, a feeling that is unparalleled, you know, un, unrivaled. And so, you know, I'm, I'm thankful whenever um i do meet people who who share that with me and uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm thankful man I've, I've lived a blessed life thank you so much for for having me on i really yeah, appreciate man. you man and uh thanks for coming on on uh on my show also oh yeah and, yeah and contributing, yeah it's a pleasure you know <laughs> always great man I, and i i um before you go though, I just had one quick, I don't know how much time you have. I just had a quick random question also. Um, yeah. What is your, what is the movie that you could watch over and over and over again? I'm just going to put in my oh, two cents. I watched Endgame nine times, son. Nine okay. times. I love that. I got you. Yeah. What, what's, what's the movie that you <clears throat> just continue? What's like one of your favorite movies? I got a few, man. I got a few, but definitely Dune. The, the original Dune. The original, okay. Yeah, the original Dune. The Goonies. My man. Yes. Yeah. Bugsy Malone. Okay. And uh, there is a an international movie called Quilombo that I love. It's one of my favorite movies ever made. Yeah. So Quilombo. those are. I'll just give you four. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's called Quilombo amazing movie okay but just those four I, i've got plenty more that i can pull out the bag you know what i'm saying but i'll just give you those four are you an mcu guy or no say again oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i like the mcu i'm a fan of the mcu i am yeah but i mean, I mean but for me <clears throat> one thing i would say about the mcu 
that's been kind of <clears throat> frustrating me a little bit okay. is that sometimes it feels like it's getting a little corny, like a little corny, a little kitty kitty-ish. Like they're making the movies for for kids. And and I wish that it, it it would be a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more uh geared towards adults. Mm. But I know, you know, it's Disney, they gotta they gotta kind of make it for kids a little bit too. And so yeah. that's yeah, that's my always. thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I understand, I understand the business model, but yeah. That's the only thing that frustrates me a little bit sometimes. It's like, okay. Like, I, I want to see something a little bit more sophisticated sometimes, you know? Yeah. But but I understand they got to play to the kids a little bit, too. Did yeah. you see Did you see um, Spider-Man No Way Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I what, saw it. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I, thought it was, I thought it was cool. It wasn't, like, my favorite, but I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It, I was surprised. I was. I, I wasn't really surprised because I feel like that's one thing about movies nowadays. They spoil everything. Like, I mean, as soon as they showed that first trailer, I was like, okay, Toby and Andrew are going to show up because there's no way that he can handle all of those villains by himself. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, that's one thing about. I thought like, it was movies. good. But it was good. But you know what I liked? Um, one of my favorites was um, the the animated series um what if what if what yeah. if that was dope yeah what if was dope yeah what if yeah yeah that was dope, Actually, that was I, dope. I, I enjoy loki as well like the, the disney plus stuff was really cool um but yeah that that was what if was really good i, I specifically the uh the doctor strange episode i thought that was good yeah oh. All of them, man. They were they yeah. were all really well done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Especially, um, yeah. I mean, I was really impressed with the What If series. Yeah. I was really impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, just real quick, what is something that 2020 did for you that changed you to where you you learned? But what did you learn about yourself in, in 2020 that you carried on over to these uh, to the to to um 21 and 2021 and 2022, what did you learn about yourself from 2020? 2020? Um, yeah, what did it teach you? Yeah, 2020 taught me... Um, 2020 taught me faith. It taught me to be fearless and brave, you know? Yeah. Uh, it taught me to, to, to really safeguard and be judicious um about my energy you know what i'm saying and what i allow into my my space energetically yeah you know what i'm saying and who and who who i'm listening to who who i allow into into my ears and into my my mind you know yeah uh because it was a lot of a lot of fear mongering a lot of uh propaganda a lot of you know um and apart from the fear monger, just a lot of fear because of the fear monger and people who are just afraid out here. And it 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 could be contagious, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. If you allow yeah. yourself to 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 really embrace that and, and buy into it. But it taught me faith, man. It taught me like 
okay, you know, you have a choice here. You can you can either listen to all of these, you know what I'm saying, buy into the fear narrative, or you can walk in, you know, the knowledge of, of you know what I'm saying, of, yeah. of yourself and, yeah. and the knowledge of God, you know what I'm saying, and, and really deploy your, your faith in a real practical, tangible way, you know, yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah. if, if there's ever a time to, to, to walk in your faith, that was the time to do it, you know, and, yeah. and now is the time to do it, you know, yes. it's, it's in the dark times, it's in the challenging times, it's in the times when, you know, uh, fear is rampant, doubt is rampant, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? That those are the times when you're being called to walk in your faith, you know, and to silence the fear, you know what I'm saying, and to mute it with and embrace courage, you know? Yeah. And 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 really um yeah, man. That that's that's what it taught me. It's like you got a choice, man. What yeah. are you going to do? You know? Yeah. And uh, for me, I chose to 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 really walk in my faith and, and not buy into those narratives. It, it doesn't that reality is not my reality. The reality that a lot of people are living, you know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying uh, of the the C-19 reality and all that. It's not my reality. It, it wasn't my experience because I chose a different experience, you know. Gotcha. And, you know, uh, all glory to God, I haven't been sick. No one's in, no one in my household has been sick. Um, and I've been, I've been good. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been prospering. I've been thriving. I've been, I've been, I've been great. You know what I'm saying? I ain't missed a beat. So for me, that's, that's what. 2020 was all about was okay now's now's the time to show and prove like absolutely you know that song by tupac who do you believe in no i don't believe in i put my faith in god trust him believe it even though it's hard you know what i'm saying that one right there it's to a a, uh, stevie wonder song okay yeah i know you're talking about yeah okay yeah yeah Mm. Is that one? Yeah. Who do you believe in? You know what I'm saying? Right. That was the the question of 2020. Yeah. You know, like you say you believe in God. You say you got faith. You know. Right. Let's <laughs> let's see it. You know what I'm saying? That that yeah. to me, that's what. The universe was asking of us, was was calling forth upon us. That was the challenge. C-19 was just the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And the question was, where's your faith? What do you believe in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what you going to do? And so for me, had, that's what it yeah. was about. Because I, for me, I had I was I had to go out there, still work, and do the same things I normally do. I had to have faith that I was going to be all right, you know. Um, 
like I told you on your show, like um, I said, like, you know, I, 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 that 2020 for me definitely taught me, like, I'm not just here to work and die. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I might as well just go out there and try to create. I created this podcast. I'm creating other stuff going on. So I'm just like, you. life is short. Just do it. You know what I mean? Do it. And yeah. Do it now. yeah. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you got to just get, you got to guard your energy, man, because you know what I'm saying? Stuff is infectious. And if mm. you open yourself, you allow yourself to be open to, to certain things, you know what I'm saying? That, 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 that are corrosive to your energy, corrosive to your faith, corrosive to your belief, corrosive to your, your self-confidence, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Then you just, you just, you know, you're breaking yourself down. So you got to guard your energy, you know? If you got to turn the TV off so you're not listening to, you know what I'm saying, these folks just constantly in yes. your ear, you know, in your, you know, just, like, do it. Turn it off. You know what I'm saying? Get in a book. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever that's going to build you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... Yeah, we just gotta we, we gotta be on top of our diet, you know what I'm saying? Mentally, the things that we hear, things that we see, the things yeah. that we, you know, we consume. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're you're, you're right. Sometimes you because we're not meant to take in all of this stuff all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's like a 24 hour thing with the phones and 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 yeah. and the news is it's not natural. I was just thinking right. about like even like like back in the day, we we'll watch an episode of Different Strokes. Willis would get stitches to be continued. We had to wait until the next day to watch it. Now it's like you got an option of binging everything, and that's that's. I mean, I'm guilty of it sometimes, but some, I mean that's really not natural to sit down in one sitting and watch everything all at once. You know what I'm saying? You got to let yeah. it digest. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, True. I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Man, yeah, thank you man. for your time man i really appreciate you taking this time and thank you for coming on the show man and i wish you uh the best man and, um before you go um what what is, is there something that you want to kind of put out there that you're doing i know you have the your instagram show with star um yeah 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 i mean that's the main thing um we have a, a show on instagram uh called the taj and star show where we're just always engaging in in progressive uh conversations about you know life man just life in general about growth about uh self-awareness about uh evolution uh evolution of of relationships the evolution of ourselves you know how we can always kind of like elevate you know and and, and uh take ourselves and our lives uh to the next level and 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 make it more harmonious and, and and prosperous. And so that's what the conversation is usually about. It's um usually every Wednesday or Thursday. It okay. kind of switches. <laughs> but uh it's on my Instagram page. Um my Instagram is at life of Taj. Follow me. Um that's the main thing. Uh yeah right now shoot everything else is kind of like stuff i'm working on in the private sector is is you know just you know personal business you know what i'm saying but uh 
but that's for the public and um yeah that's it that's it right on right on man thank you for your time thank you for coming on the show enjoy the rest of your day brother hey thank you so much for having me i really appreciate you man and yeah you have a great evening bro all right thank you man appreciate you man yeah peace peace